How does finance and commerce hire someone with your wonderful hair? <laughs> they didn't. They uh, it was a phone phone interview. Phone interview. They, yeah, so they had no idea during the pandemic. I got hired. Saw you. That's right. I said this is great. The the piercings and the hair won't be an issue. on the Wedge Life podcast. I walked by you. Okay. Seen, seen you around for the last year. You're the so. second random man that I've picked up today. Do you, do you have a schedule? I'm just kind of texting people as I go, like, are you available? Where are you? It's not a great way to do things, but it's hard to stay on schedule yeah. at this event because it's easy to get held up and it's jammed up. Yep. Are you enjoying open streets? Yeah, it's great. I feel like it's busier than the one last fall. People are hungry, hungry for yeah. it. Yeah. The weather is nice. Yeah, it, was, it got a little rainy this morning, or yeah, this morning. A few sprinkles. It's like 10 blocks shorter this year than last fall. So I wonder if that has any impact on how busy things are. Oh, it's 10 dense. blocks shorter? Yeah, it stops at 42nd, I think, instead yeah. of 54th. Nothing good ever happened at the Ward 11 or 13 end of open streets anyway. As we go through the wrestling crowd. Yeah. Have they had wrestling before? Yeah, they, it's a tradition here. Okay. I have never tried to get through a big crowd like this on a giant uh, four-wheeled bicycle before. Yeah, me either. Hopefully we're intimidating enough that uh, people just clear a path. Yeah. I mean, the, the benefit is we're not going to tip over and risk having to swerve. Hey. How's it going? Good. We're podcasting. So my approach here, as I told you before, is to have a guest and then keep, keep pedaling until I find a better guest. Yeah. And I don't want you to take that personally. No, not no offense or what, what's the word for that? Yeah, uh, it's all good. Yeah. I'm a, in fact, I'm going to check my messages right now to see if I have a better guest waiting. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm just a walker by, you got to stick to the schedule if you can. Here, I can steer if you need to. I yeah, that's good. Text and drive. I do need to text and drive. Nobody's getting back to me, so I'm stuck with you. Perfect. How did you get the Lake Chipotle hat? Um, at the uh, Hennepin bus rally a couple weeks ago, oh. the Twitter account tweeted out saying two people who tweet a selfie at the rally will be entered into a drawing won. for a hat, and I think me and one other person were the only ones to tweet a selfie there. So yeah, I got that, myself a hat. That feels bad when you do a promotion and you have two prizes and only two people compete. Yeah. Like the point was to get lots of people. To right. I was surprised bugs. others didn't do it because that account has like a thousand followers or, yeah. or more. And it's a nice hat. Yeah. I've been looking for a new hat to wear around town and this is the, the best hyper local one I can think of. I feel like... Um, I guess your, your hats are pretty good though too. I, yeah. I need to get one of those. Thank you. The, the bike on Bryant one. 
Thank you. Would you like a button? Huh? Would you like a button? Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. Do you do the EV car share? Um, I have an account. I actually got my free registration at OpenStreets last fall. Oh. But I haven't driven it. Um, you had a Streets MN post about how you uh, gave up your car. Yeah, you? last September. And I've pretty much found that I'm fine biking and occasionally taking the bus, and that gets me all the places I need. So I haven't really. I brought gas coming through. <laughs> oh, this bell doesn't ring very much easily. I don't think this one works. There we go. I don't. I don't want to ring people too much. It's kind of irritating. Yeah. It's like we're at open streets. Don't ring me. <laughs> yeah. Slow and steady. We can kind of coast down this hill. Oh, yeah. So you, you gave up your car accidentally through the pandemic? You just came to slow realization that it wasn't useful? I, mean, I, I always hated driving. It's just uh, with the pandemic, I was able to work from home. So I really didn't need to use it. And I started biking more and more and just staying around uptown and not doing other things as much because you know, pandemic. Um, so I think between uh, March 2020 and September 2021, when I sold my car, I drove 1,600 miles. You were very methodical That's, about uh, this because you like measured it. I was curious how much it was costing me and the mileage and things. Yeah, I had some, I had to replace some the rear shocks and uh, there's another large, oh yeah, and a squirrel chewed through my left turn signal on the front. Oh geez, you parked so, outside? Yeah, my apartment building has a parking lot, which was also costing me a lot of money every month and not really doing much because I wasn't using it. How much were you paying for parking? They, cost, they charge 85 a month Where do you, you for a service lot, right? I do. I mean, I think those, the, the newer buildings with underground parking. Hey! What's up? JD, I couldn't tell with the sunglasses. Yeah, I think I found my better guess. Hell yeah. <laughs> Take over. No, we can, uh... It's good, it's good. JD, would you like to be a guest on the Wedge Life Podcast? Um, I could. What, okay. riding? Thank you, thank you for being a guest on a the Wedge Life Podcast. All right, happy podcasting. Yeah. Okay, we're back on, on the Wedge Life podcast, and I need to turn the camera around. Okay. My my guest is uh, JD Duggan. Are you with a particular publication now? I, lost I am. Track. I'm with Finance and Commerce right Finance now. Finance and Commerce. Yes. You sold out. I sold out. Yeah. I write about commercial real estate. It uh, oh, pays geez. the bills. Wow. Um, JD Duggan. That's right, I write about housing too. I'll catch up with you, all right? Um, my legs are too long for this bike. Do you need me to adjust you? Yeah, how do you do it? It's gonna be difficult, it's gonna be an ordeal. Sure. I can also just pedal if you wanna. Just hang out. Steer, make sure I don't hit anyone. All right, I'll, I'll keep I'll on the pedal. steering. That's better, yeah. I don't How's want it to been? adjust it. How's you been? I've been all right. You mean today or just in general? Today, let's talk about today. It's a, it's a nice day, it's nice to be back at Open Streets. I love Open Streets. Do you come to Lind Lindell Open Streets every time it's on? I, I try to. I've, been, I've only been a few times, but I, I'm trying to make it a regular thing. Um, it's just great walking around, you know, and music and food and things to look at. I, love, I really love the amateur wrestling. 
That's um, yeah. a staple. It's, it's just hilarious, you know? Are you primarily a biker? I bike some. Or do you, or I, do you I have a car. A driver? I have a car. Uh, don't uh, crucify me for it, but uh, I do. I do have a car. It's it's nice, but I wish we had a uh, better infrastructure for multimodal transportation. Because you look like someone who bikes full time. Yeah. yeah you've got that look. <laughs> it's the uh, the plaid shirt and the long legs. Yeah, and the long hair. The long hair, yeah, flowing in the breeze. I find that so much of my mental energy is focused on not hitting anyone that right. uh, I don't have any good questions. What, do you, what story are you working on currently? I am trying to write about the housing continuum. I really am I'm trying to find somebody who's kind of been through the continuum from maybe um, unsheltered homelessness or unstably housed into something uh, a little more stable through the systems we have in place. Um, I've been learning a lot about how difficult it is to depend on the private market to get affordable housing happening and right. you know with the legislature the um, they're, they're not they didn't I don't think they did any housing infrastructure bonds this year and are you gonna be covering uh, the rent control debate in Minneapolis I've touched on it a bit um, I actually I just wrote about the 635 Van Buren thing I don't think I added anything new to the conversation that you know Katie Jones or um, uh, Bill Lindeke haven't already written, but thought it would be of interest to our audience, too. What I find particularly interesting about the debate around Van Buren, and I think there was another one that Michael Rainville opposed yes. recently. Yes, right. Like, he's he ran a whole campaign on, we got to work with the private sector, we got to work with developers, like the business-friendly private market solutions candidate. So that's going to be his line against rent control, right? While also being a super nimby when it comes to building market rate apartments, he's he tries to play himself as the yeah like more conservative, but also like I'm your neighbor, I'm your friend, and I listen to the neighbors. It's like well you're gonna you're gonna get sued, you know? Uh, the city's gonna get sued if you, yeah, if you if, do that in some cases. But of all the council members, you'd think he would be the one to be like. No, he, I think he's actually said something like build, build, build. Right. Like he has played himself off as very pro- Pro-developer and housing. Let's yeah. build more, let's build lots more. That's the problem. Don't regulate prices. Right. Build, build, build. Right, I, yeah. Are and you surprised? Not, Are you surprised by what he has not done? Not really. I didn't, I don't, I didn't take him very seriously as I, a, a champion of housing is like, yeah. Unless it's in my backyard, it's it's the the NIMBY classic NIMBY. Sure, I think I remember some choice words you've had about him that were. We are. We are. Yeah. I think I called him a belligerent doofus. I, I think oaf was another phrase that oh, you used. Oh, I wouldn't say oaf. No? That's your words now. <laughs> you just called Michael Maybe Rainville an oaf. Belligerent doofus, oaf, you know, there's some crossover. It's kind of the same thing. You found three letters to say what I had to say. In, uh, <laughs> in many, Two many words, so many, many letters. Yeah. He is an oaf. I love Twin Town. This is a good place. I'm uh, doing guitar lessons here right now. I've been playing for years, but want to get better. Are you uh, good? Are you good at all? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm all right. I can play the classics and whatever and write some stuff, but I want to get better. So I'm curious what happens with the rent control debate. Right. Uh, I mean, St. Paul, there hasn't been any 
I mean, their planning commission hasn't done a lot in recently. Nobody's proposing projects in St. Paul? Right. Um, I mean, that may have changed in the last few weeks, but for quite a while, like, projects stopped. Yeah, I think it's helpful to Minneapolis that they went first so we can see where the problems are potentially. Yeah. And uh, maybe not make the same mistakes. Dean DeVolis, who who is kind of, he's with DJR Architecture he's based in He's also the president Phillips. of ETNI. Yep, yep. Um, neighborhood Institute. So he's a big proponent of the urban farm and things that can be done with housing with that. Um, he calls St. Paul's rent control draconian. Um, it is. You know, he's still kind of in the developer realm. He's kind of yeah. has that cross into the community realm. Um, I mean, it is legitimately the most stringent in the country. Right. So, so, from that perspective, maybe he's correct. Does Minneapolis learn from that and try something? Well, we simply don't have the council that's going to approve. That's true. Uh, rent control of that variety. And right. I know a lot of the advocates want, give us the St. Paul version. Right. I don't know that that's going to happen. Right. I don't think so. And maybe no version passes with this city council, that's, right? That's likely too. Although, like, I think even Linnea Palmasano has made sounds like, well, the charter amendment passed. Therefore, the people are asking for some version of this. Yeah. So it may be likely that some version is at least proposed. Whether it's so, like, watered down that the left side of the council says, no, we won't accept it. Right. But I think the more conservative council members, more moderate, if I have to say that, will propose and get behind something, at least so they can say, we have an alternative. Right. I th that sounds about right. What do you think of... um? how Robin Wansley has uh, come into the council. Because that was such an interesting race, right? Mm -hmm. It was Cam Gordon, who was very much a leftist, um, uh, getting challenged by Robin Wansley. Very, like, outspoken. Mm -hmm. And I like her passion and, like, her willingness to stand up to people. This, this was laid out when city council approved the transportation action plan last year. Under action uh, transit 2.5, it states that road construction projects on high uh, frequency transit corridors allocate dedicate space or allocate and de uh, dedicate space for bus only lanes and other transit advantages. The original Hennepin reconstruction design that was presented to council and the community for input fully met this policy and, and achieved setting a new standard in how our roads are designed as we move into a greener, cleaner, and equitable future. And it seems to be a pattern or a practice amongst our leadership to hide or weaken policy solutions brought forward by our staff that will actually have significant impact on bettering the lives of working class people in our city. Yeah. I wonder how much it's making her a target of no, you make enemies when you're outspoken. Right. People, people take shots at you, and so I wonder how that affects her ability to uh, even get routine things done. Because people, she's made, she potentially makes a lot of enemies at City she's Hall. She's making all the enemies. People right. are throwing down roadblocks to get back at Robin. I, uh, I wonder, right? Because you got to play the game a little bit, or do you? You know, if more, more of the far left council were to put their foot down and say no on things? Would that be lead toward progress? Maybe not. I don't know. Just gonna work She's been very, very outspoken. Yeah. I think she asked the mayor to resign. <laughs> she? Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. 
And in fact, I'll come out right here on this podcast and say, Jacob Fry, resign now. Yeah. I'm demanding <laughs> You said it too now. There it is. I'm not making friends. Right. <laughs> I don't think he'll do it. I don't think he will either. Do you, where do you think he's going to go after this? Uh, a third term. Third term. I don't term. know what else he's got going on. Right. Do you well, think he's positioned it? Because he, he did a great job of uh, positioning himself from being, you know, the head of the police department to I am the law and order candidate. You know, he, he came out as I'm a progressive champion and has now found this weird middle ground of being the law and order candidate in the election. Yeah. Um, do you think he's lost any chance at, at upward uh, political mobility? I think just being mayor of Minneapolis that means doesn't you, work you well lose for you. your chance. Like, That's... maybe he runs against Ilhan. Maybe he's trying to set himself up for that. Right. But there was a time in his first term where I felt like he wanted to be liked by the left. Like, yeah. he was still trying. Right. And we, we are beyond that point now. Yeah. Where he's fallen into a very crusty center-right, law and order, as you say, coalition. And those are, I think he's come to accept, these are my people now. Sure. And the left is, no, nobody very left of center is going to like me. Right. And even the people who vote for me are not really going to like me. Sure, except for his, his close circle, at least. Yeah. Um, maybe that's a, I mean, He's thriving in that spot, it seems. Is he thriving? I, I think he, I mean, he won, He won, right? There, there's that. Um, maybe that's not thriving, but won, is that a successful place to be for the long term? Winning, is that that spot winning. where you're, that's your circle, is the Don Samuels and et cetera? You know, as you say, it worked. But uh, the, the question is, is he competent to, because it's a hard job, it's a, it's a more important job than ever now with the strong mayor right. thing is passed. Right. So competence is key. And my question is, and I wish for Jacob Fry's success mm -hmm. because I live in Minneapolis right. and I want the city to get better. Yeah. And we're stuck with him for three years. I'm not like hoping for him to fail because yeah. I want the city to get better. And my worry there is, even though we disagree on a lot of things politically, is the competence there to make sure he can be successful and do good things for the city, and that's what I worry about. Because he's all politics and very little substance. Those are my concerns. Right. Yeah. Not that I want to drag you into giving lots of opinions that will cause you problems with finance <laughs> and commerce. Right. I mean, I think you're. I think you're right, and I, I brought it up because I, I think about it a lot. We'll be right back after a brief message from our sponsor. As you may have noticed, this is Pedal Pod Week on the Wedge Live Podcast, bringing you the world's first pedal-powered podcast studio. All of these episodes, recorded entirely from open streets on Lindale Avenue, are brought to you by Dispatch. This month, Dispatch lays out some fashionable local shirt recommendations for your summer style, plus they check in with Mary Lucia, preview the upcoming Afropunk Festival, unpack the insane memes of the Walker Teens Instagram, and much more. Sign up for their newsletter and get more reports from the Minneapolis and St. Paul arts and culture scene at dispatchmsp.com. That's dispatchmsp.com. How does finance and commerce hire someone with your wonderful hair? 
<laughs> they didn't. They uh, it was a phone phone interview. Phone interview. They, yeah, so they had no idea during the pandemic. I got hired. Yeah, that's right. I said this is great. The the piercings in the hair won't be an issue, and they haven't been an issue. You used of to have like a young Lindicky look. I remember you young saying Bill that. Young Lindicky. Yes. <laughs> if there was that's a, a compliment. That's great. A cartoon prequel to the Bill Lindicky that we know in real life. Yeah. You would star in that young yeah. Lindicky. Did you read his book? Uh, is the, how many books does he have? The, I'm thinking the, the recent, the St. Paul oral biography, I no. think it's... I don't read enough books. That's fair. Do you read a lot of books? I read some books. I, I've been reading horror books recently. I read uh, Tom Weber's Minneapolis biography, and that was very... I really enjoyed that. I, I actually read that. Okay. Can we head back toward my... Yeah, we're yeah. gonna get you back to your people. Yeah. Are they going to continue to walk our direction? Oh, I don't know. They'll figure it out. We'll see them. I feel bad not biking with you. I just, my knee, my knee hits. Oh, don't There's worry, Amy. it's easy. What's up? <laughs> yeah. I love this neighborhood. I'm uh, looking for a place in September. You're moving um, here? And I, I would like to move to uh, to the Whittier neighborhood. I have lived in the Whittier neighborhood probably the most out of the neighborhoods in Minneapolis, and absolutely love it. It's it's very nice here. You're close to uh, lakes. You're close to lots of shops and restaurants. Right. You can walk and bike places. You'll probably bike Easily. more. Exactly. Southeast Minneapolis. I mean, I could you know I can bike in Southeast. Um, there's there's some good spots. I find there, that uh, there's. I rarely have reason to leave this area. It's got everything I need. Right, because you're just a little ways north of here, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, such a nice area. I'm not going to give my address on a podcast. That's, no, that's fair. Um, oh, there's Melody. Hey, Melody. We're podcasting. Are you podcasting live? We're podcasting no, live. Not live. Well, we're not live. Well, that's yeah, we're fine. recording. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how's it going? Pretty good. Oh, cool. Hey. I need to hire Melody. JD, we've met over online. Okay. I, I usually wear glasses, but oh, yes. Hi. Young Lindicky. That's I, that's what I often oh, say. Oh, you are. Young oh. <laughs> so what's the topic at hand right now? We're, we're just bullshitting. I didn't prepare anything, Melody. We're this just... is really cool, though. Whose setup is that? Uh, this is mine. Uh, I don't know how uh, good the quality is. It's a little washed out. Well, it's probably because right of the angle and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, that it looks know. cool. It That's does. Cool. I won't want one of those. It's just a phone. Yeah, but you have a tripod and stuff. Oh, yeah. That was like a $20 tripod. And you have that black box with that black button. Yeah, that's a battery. And you have clip-on things. This is Conrad's. Conrad is the best. Hi, Conrad. Okay. I don't know how much material I'm gonna have because I'm recording all day and I'm worried yeah. you get to the end of it and you've got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. You know, what is what do you want it to be about? That's the thing. Is it about politics? Is it about the enjoyment of traversing the city? I mean, all I have is a concept, JD. All I have is this concept yeah. and I'm hoping for magic to happen. Right. We could just slow pedal in silence. It could be like an ASMR thing. Right. Or just a mellow going mm -hmm. through the city. Do you bike usually? You don't bike. Nice really. ride? Do you do, yeah, yeah. So I split my time, I do a lot of walking because I'm You're basically around the neighborhood a ton. Yeah. 
and then um, maybe split equally the rest of it between busing and biking. Yeah. So the, the neighborhood meets all of my needs in that way. That's great. And I'm on nice ride constantly. Yeah. Where do you get your groceries? Uh, Aldi. Oh, I knew that. Ask? I knew that. I absolutely knew that. Where'd you go before? Because the wedge uh, isn't necessarily a... I would occasionally bike to Aldi. I would go to Cub a lot. The Cub. Cub's a great one, yeah. Cub is not a great one. I mean, it's <laughs> relatively inexpensive compared to many of the other options in the city. But I find often that it's not. No? Yeah, I'll go to Target, like, right after I go to Cub. I'll be like, wow, I just paid, like, an extra dollar at Cub. I could have got this something nicer and better. Really? Cheaper, yeah. Cub is surprisingly expensive for a place you expect to be value-oriented. Right. That's so, unfortunate. I mean, you're almost better going to like Kowalski's or Lums. Right. Uh, things are downhill, but Cub can get away with it. They're constantly very crowded. The lines at Cub it's true. are insanely long. The Uptown Cub. Yeah. Oh yeah, I used to frequent the area. I worked at Mesa and I've worked at Uptown Pizza here along Lake Street. Cub was the spot. What is your current grocery store? What is my, I drive to the quarry. Okay. You know, there's, we don't have a lot of options. Lunds, Lunds is near me and Lunds has nice things. It's just very expensive. That doesn't sound like a very, uh, that doesn't sound like an enjoyable lifestyle driving to the quarry. It's the same no, word, no, word, no, it's quarry. terrible. Here's a bunch of surface lots and a Home Depot and a Target and a Gub. But uh, the U area is a bit of a food desert unless you count Target Express and- Fresh time. I guess there's fresh time now. I, uh, it's on the far side from me, but. I've only been there once. That area is really cool. The Innovation District, Tower Side, that's really building up fast, and it's it's cool to see that. Is that the thing Cam Gordon was pushing? Cam Gordon was a part of it. Vince Nets, if you know him. I do know Vince. Um, he was president, maybe still, probably still is. Um, Prospect Park. Of uh, he was of the Prospect Park Association, but also of uh, Tower Side, the Innovation District. Okay. Just about density and transit and, you know, all the things that, that you would like. And that I like, too. Yeah. Although you, you work for finance and commerce. So I can't you, say that. I can't no, say can't, that a lot. You're legally obligated to say that. <laughs> I have to. Because uh, developers you're paid and... by developers. <laughs> right. Do you get any hate for the publication you work with? I, uh, <laughs> um, I, I did get somebody who said, you're a journalist of the people, kind of like, oh, Hey man, you're working there, and I was you like, I out? you sold out. You know, freelancing for a year right out of college wasn't uh, quite doing it. Uh, no, thank you. We have bubbly water and regular water. All right, thank you. Thank you though. Appreciate it. It's fine. It's we can right. stop the flow of traffic all we want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one person. Most other people, like the activists that I've been in touch with throughout unrest and things like that are like yeah we get it yeah good job. It's not job. that i've asked them but they're like yeah oh, cool good for which, you which good publication job. does dylan thomas work at he's at biz journals i, I believe right yeah. there's so many business magazines there's those are the two two oh and then there's msp mag and there's You're basically RE journals limited if you want a yeah. job in journalism you have to work for a business just magazine. do business yeah you have to yeah because Wedge Live is not hiring. That's true, right? We never, we're never hiring. 
what is the state of journalism in the Twin Cities? Because there was a oh. time when the Southwest Journal went under, City Pages went under, and it felt like, wow, we're only going to be left with one thing, but we have Sahan Journal. We Sahan have has come up, Reformer. Reformer. We have Southwest Voices. Southwest Voices. Uh, Racket. Racket, yeah. Up. It feels like a resurgence, and I'm hoping it's sustainable. And, there, you know, and MinPost has been around this whole time, so it's, there's the, the more kind of independent media. MinPost I mean, it feels a lot of very Minnesota-focused to me. I, yeah. Rarely do they write anything... I shouldn't say that, because Bill Lindicky writes for MinPost, right? Yeah, and he does a lot of St. Paul, so, a lot of St. Paul stuff. I love MinPost for, for publishing Bill Lindicky, older yeah. Lindicky. There's some, uh, there's some good uh, city kind of ex explainer stuff, too. Uh, Solomon Gustavo does a good job with that. Um, what is the state of it, though? It's interesting. There's there's a big shakeup happening in NPR right now. You know, a lot of people have quit or retired in the last year or two that have been at NPR. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't pay enough attention to NPR, but like, when did Glenn Taylor's uh, daughter? Yeah. Glenn Taylor's daughter runs the company that owns NPR? Yeah, what is she? Is she board chair or president or something now? Um, Seems bizarre. What was that, about a year ago? Maybe not want, quite? I don't want Glenn Taylor running the Star Tribune and I don't want his daughter running NPR. It's very strange, isn't it? I don't know the first thing about her. I mean, journalism's in a, in a uh, time of transition right now and, and the benevolent, benevolent quote-unquote billionaire model is the kind of go-to for keeping a newspaper running. So is the idea for bringing in Glenn Taylor's daughter that uh, Glenn Taylor's money will also flow into that? Who knows? I, I guess we can assume. Huh? Uh, yeah, but public radio, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of donations, right? Thing. But I know there have been a lot of complaints about the, the higher-ups make a lot of money and the people on the ground doing tons of work don't. Yeah. Uh, some really good journalists and, and photojournalists and other employees have left recently. Where are my people? How are your knees? Are your knees okay? I mean, I've just been sitting, so they're fine. Okay, good. Keep sitting. I don't want anyone to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I won't strain myself here. Let me let me know where your people are. I'm looking for them. It's easy to miss. It is. There's a lot of people. Do you go to any of the other open streets? I try to go to them all. Yeah. But this is the best one. This is? Yeah. Window open streets, it's the best. It's on the record. I, uh, I worked at Galactic Pizza back in the day too, and that was, oh, I, I think I told you that. Yep. Oh, yeah, and I uh, uh, cooked and stuff too. Loved it there. Great job. As far as food places go. Caleb's got an O, Jesse's got OU. It's go time. Nameless artist. Switch flip. That'll do it. Caleb. That works. We got the crowd live, too. Yeah. From Jesse. Or 
podcasting. Yes. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I keep turning us. I think we're wider than we actually are. That's fine. I, I need help uh, correcting. It's good that we can both steer. That's good, yeah. Where'd we leave them? Right about here, wasn't it? I think so. All right, they're at five watt. I'm going to... Okay. Does that work? Yeah, thank you. Hey, good to see you. And is this your bag? That's my bag. Okay. Thanks for the conversation, man. See ya. This is a real, real, real thing. Real, 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 real thing. neighborhood right now 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 right